Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With me right now, my good friend, Jeff Rose. Uh, Jeff, you are found on the web at goodfinancialsense.com, and that's C-E-N-T-S. Jeff, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, man. Glad to be here. Glad to see you again. Yes, for sure. Uh, Jeff, we've been buddies for a long time, uh, and uh, we both have a military background, uh, which I appreciate. In fact, your book, um, Way Off in the Distance, uh, for those, um, you, you could start by talking about that, you know, that'd be yeah. great. And then I really want to get into, you have so much wealth of knowledge, uh, you know, in terms of um, financial uh, skills, financial sensibility, financial awareness, uh, for, uh, well, I, I honestly, anyone should be paying attention when we're talking here, but I'll, I'll let you kind of talk about what you do and, and kind of where your expertise lies. Yeah, no, thanks, man. Appreciate the introduction. And, uh, you know, like I always like to start off t- so those can just realize like, you know, I did not have the silver spoon, uh, <laughs> you know, things, things, uh, handed to me. Uh, I came from divorced parents, uh, both of them independent of each other filed bankruptcy, not once, but twice. Uh, I started my young career in college already with $30,000 of student loan and credit card debt on a path of financial ruin. Um, even after joining the guard, the army national guard, like that helped me get my button gear as far as like getting, cause I was a college dropout on top of that. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and then, but that led to me, okay, now I got the discipline start, you know, realizing get my, my butt together, but I still was struggling financially because of just the financial lessons I didn't get you know, passed down to me. Uh, and then that led to an internship, became a financial planner, which I did for 16 or over 16 years, founded my own wealth management firm. And uh, along the way, as I had my financial planning firm, I started a blog, Good Financial Sense, which you mentioned as a marketing tool, because I didn't know you could make money from a website. <laughs> that was all forward to me. Uh, this is all stuff, stuff I learned on my own. And uh, fast forward to present day. Oh, somewhere in that, that process, wrote that book, Soldier Finance, which you alluded to. Uh, that was, uh, gosh, it seems like so long ago now, but uh, yeah, uh, published that book. And, you know, right now, like the 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 business and what I do. Uh, so I sold the financial planning practice, which was hard. As I mentioned, it was 16 years of growing this business. That was, uh, I felt like a key part of my core identity. Mm-hmm. So to let that go was tough. But the truth was I had this online business, which was the blog, the podcast, the YouTube channel, the book and brands sponsorships and coaching and masterminds that uh, there was so much more here uh, that I knew. And like the revenue was already two to three X more than that business, but it was still hard to let go. And uh, there were some key things that happened that allowed me to finally walk away. And, uh, and that's where I'm at now. Uh, so sold that business, completely do the online thing. 
and uh, doing the online thing while trying to manage four kids, two puppies and a partridge in a pear tree. So <laughs> that's, that's what I got going on uh, in, in my part of the woods. Hope that that was helpful. <laughs> I comments. love Jeff. I, I, you know, obviously, you know, you've created some great stuff for yourself and, and, you know, obviously we kind of listened to your background. Um, clearly you see, you know, some of this where you could say, you know, gosh, darn it. You know, I wish my, parents had stayed together. I wish I wouldn't have experienced so much financial trauma. Um, I wish I wouldn't have gone through the school of hard knocks by serving the U.S. military, right? And it's like, you know, it's kind of this concept of blaming elegantly because these things uh, obviously have shaped you into who you are today. You got toughened up. Yeah. And I didn't, I guess, realize that as much of the time I've had time to reflect now and see, you know, it was this uh, at some point in my life because, in high school, and I say this right now because my oldest, so he's 14, he's a freshman in high school, and he is me uh, at that age, <laughs> meaning that he is he is lazy, uh, does not have any initiative, uh, and as a former military guy, I mean, I'm sure you could appreciate this, like, it drives me crazy. Yeah. I'm like, get off the couch and do something, dude. Uh, <laughs> then I forget, wait, that was me, you know, back then. I love this because sometimes I think that, you know, again, we're talking to, uh, there are a lot of folks who are listening to the show. Chances are there's a, there's a, if we were to draw the Venn diagram with listeners to a show like this and high achievers, there's going to be some pretty good overlap there. And, and here's the thing, like if your kids are young and you think uh, that, you know, just because you're a high achiever, you're, you know, running and gunning and kind of running, you know, your kids, like, and I'm sure I did the same thing for my parents, right? I went, they wanted X for me and I went in a completely different direction. I want you to know, like, that is totally okay, right? Our kids are are, are on their own journey. And I feel like, you know, one thing that we've really, you know, as you get older, you start to realize, you know, you, you, you want to set a good example. You want to show them that you love them and, and resist the urge to be too controlling, right? That's because... I believe that that likely will have a little bit more of a backfire effect. Absolutely. And that's something that, you know, with time, like I've realized, like that was a lot of like, I'm sure parents had the same thing. Like for me, it, it was just my, my shame. I'm like, man, I must be a horrible dad because look at my kid. And, but the truth is like, yeah, he, he does have some initiative, you know, like he is yes. sold he's flipped things on eBay, you know, as an example, like I never sold anything on eBay until like I was like in my late twenties. Uh, so there's like things that he's figured out, uh, that I haven't, you know I mean? So it, it's just one of those, like, I have such high expectations for him and all my kids, but him in particular, cause he's my oldest. Oh but, yeah. Uh, you know, it's just, but the reality is like, gosh, like, as you said, like he has to figure it out on his own. You know, I, I can only give him some tools, give him some feedback if he's open to hear it. Uh, but ultimately, like, he's got to go figure it out on his own. And it's hard as a parent, you know, it's like that tough love. But gosh, it's it's necessary, it's required. And uh, yeah, so it's been it's been challenging, but it's also been a lot of fun. Yeah. So Jeff, um, what is going on in the year while I got you, let's talk about money and kind of like what's going on in the year 2021 and, you know, kind of, you know, what are you excited about in terms of trends, in terms of, you know, how people should be thinking about their assets, their money, you know, their investments, that sort of thing. Like what's, what's on your radar? 
Yeah. I mean, I think the one thing, and just talking about money in general, I think the thing that I'll, I'll never stop getting excited about, and it's, it's like, here we are, right? We have like this, this business that doesn't require uh, an office building as far as like a physical location to meet with people, you know, like there, there's just so much business to be done like online, you know, and there are just so many different things there that it just, I continue to get excited about that. Uh, as far as the markets goes, like I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about crypto. Like I'm, I'm a guy that I don't really quite understand it. Like <laughs> I, I, if you want to sit here and start drilling me, like I'm not going to be able to answer a lot of questions. Right. But at the, at the root of it is, you know, a, a desire to have some sort of universal currency that takes all the big financial to, uh, institutions, all the big banks out of the picture. And, you know, and when you think about that, like for me as a financial, as a former financial advisor, I think of like a Robin Hood or an M1 Finance, um, all of these robo-advisors that didn't exist, you know, however many years ago. And the truth is like right now, like that wasn't my competition. But now, like if you're 18 years old and you got an iPhone, you know, you can download Robinhood app, put some money on there, and now you own some Dogecoin <laughs> or Tesla stock or whatever. And like that is, I mean, that is a disruptor. You know, so like to 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 say that crypto doesn't have some some relevance like in, in the future, I think is is naive. Like I don't want to say that Bitcoin is the thing or Ethereum is a thing, but I think it's something at least to be aware of. Because I'm pretty sure that many, I'm sure like the Merrill Lynch's of the world were like, yeah, like people are going to like invest in like an app on your phone with like a Robin Hood. Like I'm sure there were people, <laughs> you know, when I left my firm originally, I went the independent route, which meant that I didn't have a big Wall Street name behind me. And all of my coworkers, my former coworkers, you know, thought that I was making actually one in particular said I was making the biggest mistake of my life. Uh, and, and just to show like how short-sighted people can be if they are still stuck, you know, in their space, in their world. Uh, so, you know, for crypto, like I was, like I said, I, I still don't get it fully, but for like a couple of years, I'm like, that just seems stupid. Like, well, I don't know what that's all about. And finally, I'm like, you know what, maybe I should at least dabble in it. You know, so I started putting a little bit of money in, a little bit more money in. So anyway, that's, I'm excited about that, uh, but also super scary scared of the stock market. I mean, we look at multiples and where things are at right now. Uh, I, that's why I'm I'm not as excited putting more money in the market. I feel like I've got what I want in there. Uh, you know, so for me personally, I've got more in cash. Like I've put more in crypto than I ever thought I would. Uh, I, I, I kind of want to put more, but I also want to be careful. You know, so I'm looking at other investments, whether it be like private real estate or even like other online businesses, you know, like other sites that I can buy or just other other assets like that. When I asked about, you know, what you're excited about in terms of opportunities, you know, the first thing you talked about was, you know, your business for yourself. Uh, and, and obviously a lot of business owners are listening to this conversation right now. Um, what do you say to the business owner that says, you know, listen, when I started, you know, my company, you know, I kind of liquidated what I had. I kind of put it into the business. The business is doing well now. Like it's a, it's a cash producing asset, but Jeff, I feel really guilty that I don't have a 401k. What, what do you say to someone like that? Um, start a 401k. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, that it's interesting because like, you know, for me, you know, since I was the the planner, the the investment guy, like I always had investments, you know, I had a retirement account, I had an IRA, you know, so for me to have a business where I didn't have a 401k, it just felt weird. Like I was like, how could I, I 
that's almost felt like I was going against like the status quo, you know, of being a certified financial planner. But I totally get from the business aspect is like, man, like I'm pouring all my resources, I'm reinvesting back into the business. And, you know, that is most either is or most likely will be your biggest asset that you own. But also like there definitely is some fear in like, I mean, you don't have liquidity. Uh, you know, something could happen where if you have a, a business that's dependent on some sort of supply chain that doesn't exist, you know, a couple of years from now, or maybe you have a business that, you know, you, you need lumber <laughs> and you ran into that issue where you can't get it or you're paying like 15 times what it was. Uh, I mean, these are all legitimate risks that could happen. So that's why I think it's the importance of having, you know, not sound regurgitate what we hear all the time, but, you know, being diversified. But it, it is true, right? Like we want to be diversified. We want to have investments or even cash somewhere else that's not tied directly to our business to either help in lean times or to allow us to invest into opportunities that could come along because of whatever, the, because of the nature of the business that we're in. Yeah. Jeff, um, one thing, and then maybe a little early, I know you're kind of in your beta testing this right now, so I don't mean to let the cat out of the bag, <laughs> but uh, I know that you've been privately working on a kind of a 10x goals accelerator. So, you know, obviously you've achieved some good stuff professionally. What are maybe some of your, you know, your daily actions, your daily activities, your your commitments, like how do you get done what you've been able to get done? And, uh, you know, again, if you want to preview some of what you've been working on with this, with this course, by all means, share. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, to kind of give you some context. So I, it's a point in my career where I had, I had left my initial brokerage firm I started with. I was there for five years, you know, so I'm growing this other business now, uh, my own independent financial planning practice. And I was making about $250,000 a year living in Southern Illinois. So, I mean, let's get some context, right? Like that's not $250,000 in LA or New York. <laughs> that's living in Southern Illinois, a, a town with a population of like 6,000. So making 250 years, like making like, you know, 2 million, probably like in New York or something. Um, so like, you know, we, I was building, we were building our dream house, like in our, my mid thirties, I believe. Uh, like, and uh, like, and we're going to have the house paid off before my, my son started mm -hmm. high school. Like that wow. was like the plan. Right. Um, but yet, despite all of this, I just, I wasn't happy and I didn't know why, you know, like I was showing up to the office. I was just like going through the motions and just didn't, I didn't have that fulfillment. Like, I'm like, wait, this is, seems wrong. Like I, I, I'm, I don't, I'm my own boss. I'm making a lot of money. Uh, I'm not working really hard and it's just like, why, why am I not happy? And then uh, I had an old mentor of mine that I knew that he had hired a coach before. And, you know, I was young. And when I, I first heard that, I'm like, what do you mean you hired a coach? Like a business coach? Like for what? <laughs> what do you need a business coach for? But I just ended, ended up reaching out to him and just to hear a little bit more context of what that was. And, you know, and just to, to have somebody kind of guide you, you know, just to kind of have a bird's eye view of what you're going through. And, so that uh, that led to me taking a a, I guess more of a financial risk, uh, and and joining a coaching program for the first time, and this coaching program was uh, just under ten grand, which I had the money to do it, but like I'd never well I'd never hired a coach before that, so to go from like spending zero money on coaching to like investing, where my wife would say, blowing. <laughs> 
<laughs> 10 grand. I mean, she had a lot of, uh, a lot of fear about, you know, what I was going to get out of this, but, uh, man, that was like a major, major risk leap of faith that I did. And after doing that for a year, my income was flat. <laughs> mm. I share all that because it's, it, it was crucial because when you're, when you think of this as an investment, like, so you put 10 grand in, like you hope to like, all right, that 10 grand's turned into 20 or 30 or whatever. The truth is that after a year, I didn't make any more money, but it's because it was this process of rewiring, you know, how I was going about things, the way I was doing things. Um, and like, even though I didn't make any more money that first year, I do remember like feeling I, that fulfillment that I wasn't getting. Yeah. Like I felt like I was working towards something that was bigger than I could understand at that time. And this coaching program, they were smart. They said, Hey, if you're going to do this, you know, at least do it for three years, which is, you know, that way they got their long-term value, their customer, all that good stuff. I didn't know that at the time, but it was true. After three years of in that program, I went from 250 to almost 750 in revenue. And on top of that, I was taking more time off than I ever had. Uh, I was, when I, and when I took time off, I really took time off. Like I wasn't checking emails. I wasn't, you know, making calls. Like before, if I was on vacation, you better believe I had my phone on me. You know, like if I got a reply to a client email, because that's, I just said, that's what I believed. So just going through all that, um, and just kind of like, and some of the big things of rec- going through this whole process was just, you know, how do I start my day is, you know, I have my, my morning routine, you know, largely inspired by uh, Hal, Hal Elrod, The Miracle Morning. Great book, check it out. But uh, just starting my day, you know, with gratitude, intentionality, I'm sorry, actually, but even more so is preparing the night before. Yeah. Is recognizing what am I, what am I doing tomorrow? Like, what am I waking up? What are my, my, my top three things, you know, my big three? Uh, and then also planning out that week, but that week then ties into my monthly goals. My monthly goals tie into my 90 day goals, my 90 goals, 90 day goals tie into my one year. And then my one year and my three year, my three year into my lifetime goals, which prior to this coaching program, I had like, I did my one year goals. Like a lot of people do, you know, at the beginning of the year. But the truth is like, everybody knows like by January 17th, like you don't even know what those goals are anymore. <laughs> yeah, completely like, like late December. Maybe January again, you're like looking like, oh, look at that. I had a goal to do that, to run a marathon. Totally forgot about that. (laughs) Uh, Jeff, you know, even just that practice of gratitude in the morning, I'm telling you that if if you're not doing that right now, that alone, I I, I don't know what happens emotionally, mentally. Well, I mean, I kind of do, but that practice alone, just, you know, before you grab your phone, before you do anything else, just, you know, lay there, you know, and just like, before I get going, before I start worrying about the day, what are three things that I'm very thankful for? And, you know, it's that practice alone is just such a huge shift. Jeff, man, we ran out of time. I didn't even get, we, we, we didn't, we barely got going on your morning. (laughs) So listen, your website, good financial sense.com. You've got an enormously popular YouTube channel. Um, where else would you recommend people engage with you? Yeah, you got the blog, got the YouTube channel, uh, Twitter, Instagram. My handle is at J Jeff Rose on Twitter and both Instagram. 
Yeah, excellent. And again, um, when you go to goodfinancialsense.com, you'll, you'll see links to all of that at the bottom and up and on the top. Um, Jeff, this has been great. You're a good friend. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for kind of sharing what you've been up to and, and uh, you know, kind of imparting some wisdom. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and reshare you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review and we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.